Welcome back to When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. When the Right One Comes, helping you navigate through the dating and relationship space. We are thrilled that you join us and we hope that you download this episode so you can listen to it again and again. Let's tune into the conversation. now all good all right um there is not many times that i go to starbucks or one of my favorite restaurants and i don't change their meal around in other words i get i get i specialize my meal or specialize my drink i never order it on the menu and many times it's an upcharge or it costs more money for me to get what I want. And the waiter will come over, or the waitress will come over, or the server will come over and they will say, you know, that's gonna cost a little more money for us to do that. And my reply every time is, I want what I want. I don't mind paying the price for what it is that I want. And that's the way I approach many things in my life. You hear me on the stage many times, those of you that are in Clubhouse, and I've been very adamant uh, about people not settling. Uh, People not settling for just anything. But one of the things about wanting what you want is that you have to work harder. You have to pay a little more money, even when I go to Starbucks and I add stuff. It's gonna be the difference in $5 and $6 for my drink. It don't matter because I want what I want. And, and, And I take that attitude uh, Angelica, in everything that I do, it is, it, many will say that, well, you know, it's selfish, it's spoiled, but no, it's called a standard. And I, I, I want to share with somebody today, it's okay to want what you want, but there, there is, there is work, Nairobi, Paulette, that comes with wanting what you want, faith without works is dead. Faith without works. You can say all day long that you want to start a business and you don't want to work for somebody, but it takes work to want what you want. Many, many people I hear in in clubhouse and even in my room say, you know, uh, well, Everybody ain't going to get a $100,000 person. Everybody ain't going to get this. Everybody ain't going to get this. No, everybody may not. And some people may not want that 100000 Some people just want to be comfortable. Whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that you 
are aiming for whatever your goals are. June, don't let down wanting what you want. Don't 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 let anybody make you feel indifferent because you want what you want. Somebody put in the chat, I want what I want. No 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 matter what I have to do, if it's legal and if it's right, I believe what the Bible says that I can have whatever I say. But many times we are faced, Quanisha, with this quandary, and that is, are we willing to work? Are we willing to work for what we want? Are we willing to do what we need to? Are we willing, we blame God and say, God's going to give me this and God's going to give me that. He is. But James says, if you show me your faith, I'll show you works. Faith and works. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, they go together. I, I want to take a journey down the book of Genesis, the 29th chapter. There are, there are four characters in the 29th chapter of the book of Genesis. There is Jacob, the son of Abraham. There is Laban, which is his relative. There is Rachel, which is Laban's daughter. And then there is Leah, Laban's daughter. Uh, Jacob shows up in Laban's town. He is traveling from Haran. And he shows up and he meets some of the people that are there at the well. And they ask him, is all well with your father? Yes, all is well with my father. And they let him know that you have a relative here by the name of Laban. And he says, really? We will let him know. Matter of fact, here come, coming down the road right now is his daughter, your relative, her name is Rachel, Jacob. And Jacob sees her coming afar off. He is attracted to her. And she is the younger daughter of Laban. And they tell Laban that Jacob is in town. Rachel tells her father, Laban shows up. He shows up, uh, Jacob shows up at Laban's house. And Angelica, Kimberly, um, they have a conversation. And he says to him, Jacob, why don't you, why don't you stay here? Ladies and gentlemen, there are destiny moments where you meet your place of destiny. Because I shared with you uh, that on your journey, God drops more on the way than he does. monumental moment please this is a monumental ambassador sujay is in the room let's bring her up whoever's on stage um this is a defining moment 
This is a defining moment for Jacob. This is a defining moment for uh, Laban. This is a defining moment for Rachel. And this is a defining moment for Leah. And so they have a conversation. He says, won't you stay here? What is it that I can give you if you stay attracted to Rachel. Rachel is not the older daughter. She is the younger daughter. There is a distinction. Uh, Leah is not as pretty as Rachel. Rachel is uh, good to look. She's, she's, she's beautiful. But Leah, as you know, the story goes, is not as good to look at. She is, as they would say, cockeyed and Leah is not as pretty so he tells Levan he said I'm going to work I think I went out again can y'all hear me can y'all hear me yes okay I'm going to work I apologize y'all I'm going to work for Rachel that's what I want. I'm going to work. And he says, well, it's going to cost you seven years of your life to get Rachel. And he says, that's what I want. Let me, let me stick a pin here. Let me stick, stick a pin here because I need to ask you a question because Dr. Uh, Sujay, they told me that if I was a good preacher, then I would ask a question of the audience that I'm speaking to. I want to ask you a question today. Are you willing to work for the, for what it is that you want? You, you, you say that you want what you want. But the question is, are you willing to work for what it is that you want? I, I, I know we got this thing in, in Christendom, and, and, and I, I, I believe in it because I hunt around the faith church. I believe that you can say whatever it is that you want. That, that you can face it, uh, that you can speak to the mountains and they be moved and put in the sea. I believe in, in that you can name it and claim it. The clock sister said that it's yours. And, and I believe in supernatural. I believe in miracles because I believe in God. I believe that we can cause those things, call those things that are not as though they were. But every now and again, you can call it in, haul it in, and it's not going to happen because God wants you to work. And we blame God for our lack of movement. We blame God. We blame the prophet. You know, the prophet prophesied to me that I'm going to get the house, but you don't even go looking for it. The prophet prophesied that I'm going to get the car, and you won't even go to the car dealership. The prophet prophesied that I'm going to have a business, but you won't do the work. Jesus said, I must do, I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day for night will come and no man. Everything, help me Holy Ghost, that I have, everything that I am today. I, I, I remember uh, Torian, I remember Torian 
uh, I'm a part of a movement called the Full Gospel Baptist Church Fellowship. And I, I, I've told this story before, but there may be some new people here today. Um, there were people, Dr. Sujay, that you may remember, uh, 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 Bishop Neil Ellis, Bishop uh, 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 Kenneth Omer, and Bishop Clarence McClendon. Of course, my bishop, Bishop Paul Morton, and and uh, and Bishop Daryl Brister, and and uh, Bishop A. R. Williams, who's Jasper Williams' brother. All of them, Bishop Eddie Long, all of them had more members than me. All of them had more people than me. All of them, I had just started pastoring, maybe uh, a year and a half, two years. And all of them, I, I would sit at the table because God even put me at the table. But I didn't have equal footing. But there's one thing that they, see, see sometimes when you, when you have a lot and when you're doing good, then you don't have to do as much because you, you built the foundation. But one thing my grandfather put in me, and, and this will help somebody, uh, Jacqueline, they could outgive me. They could outmember me. They, 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 they could probably even then back outdress me and outdo me in many, many ways. But one thing that they couldn't outdo me in, and that was outwork me. And, and, and I want to say to somebody today, don't be intimidated <laughs> uh, by other people around you because where they are right now. Because I need to tell about Chris, I need to tell about 10 people in the room. This ain't for everybody, but this is for somebody that I don't care how much they got. If you can just get up in the morning, help me Holy Ghost. If you can just get up in the morning, as my grandfather would say, and, and, and put your feet on the floor and get up and start again. Y'all not saying nothing. I don't care how much anybody else got. I don't care how much education others may have. I don't care how big their bank account is. Don't be intimidated by it because God's got a day. I feel like the old preacher today in the midst of this storm I'm going through. God's got a day on the calendar where he's going to reward. I, I traveled, I believe I testified today. I, I traveled around the country before we even started full gospel. I traveled with my bishop. I wasn't a bishop. I was just an overseer. But whatever I'm going to be in, Dr. Sue, I'm going to be faithful at it. And I'm going to show up. I traveled around the country a year before Full Gospel started, and we were consecrating the first 12. Those were the council members. I'm trying to tell you how to work it, y'all. And and I, I would show up. Didn't really have the money, but I had, a, I had a few people that understood the vision and understood, watch this, Torian, that what I make happen for somebody else, God's going to make happen for you. I'm not going to hold y'all long because I feel I feel good. And I just want, I, I don't want to hold y'all long, but I feel good because whatever you make happen, some of you that are in here, you, you come in here, uh, moderators, and, 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 and some of you that are in the room, you're here day up and day, day out. And 
I need you to understand that God, God blesses your going and your coming. You may think it's just clubhouse. You may just think it's when the right one comes. Don't you play it cheap. God is watching your coming and go. You may not have the money like other people, but you show up. Because there's something about being faithful over another man's stuff. I, I showed up. I, I I went from city to city. I went to Bishop Long's, uh, Bishop Omer's, Bishop Caldwell. I went to all of the consecrations. I showed up. Didn't have the money they had. Didn't have the clothes they had. Didn't have the gators that they had. I, I, I faked it <laughs> until I made it. And I applied faith with my faking it until I, and I showed up and, and one day, one day, I'm talking about work and I ain't, I ain't lost. I'm talking about what Jacob said that he would do for seven years. Y'all not saying nothing. Well, one day, Bishop Morton was coming out of the bathroom. I, I, we were somewhere on the, on the East Coast, just had consecrated. He, he said, I've noticed, I've noticed young man. I, and I had only been in the movement, not even a year. He said, I noticed you had everything that we do. You don't have as many members in it. He said, but as soon as the conference is over, which would have been July, he said, I'm bringing your name to the council. And I want you to be the first bishop that we consecrate outside of the 12. He said, now, don't you say nothing. Now, now, now at that point, Dr. Sue, Angelica, Kimberly, Kwanisha, at that point, I could have just, I could have just cruised my way through. And that's what many people do. Once you find out that you're getting ready to be promoted and be elevated and, and watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, Kimberly. When you start smelling yourself, that's what the old folk used to say. When you start thinking more of yourself and really wasn't much at all, I stayed faithful. Instead of pulling back, y'all not saying nothing. I, I, I pulled the throttle even more. Y'all not saying nothing. Because it wasn't man said what I knew. My grandfather. Me. You're breaking up, Bishop. We're losing you, Bishop. Am I bad? We're losing you, Bishop. No, you're breaking up. Can y'all hear me now? Let me know when you can hear me. Let me know when you can hear me. Let me know when you can hear me. We can hear you. We can hear you now. Okay. I didn't pull back because I had a promise. Because I wasn't doing it, watch this. I wasn't doing it in the first place looking for anything. I was doing it because it was instilled in me under my grandfather to be faithful. What, what, are, you, what are you saying, Davis? Don't, don't beat around the bush. What are you saying, Bishop Davis? I, I, I'm saying, I feel like with the I feel like 10 people in the room. Glory to God. I don't love y'all. Don't love. I don't stir up that you somebody came in this moment, this evening, to tell you to stir up the gift that was in you even then 
when the hands was left on If you're in the matrix, get in. can hear you now okay so i came to tell you to stir up the gift that's already in you there's something in you to work to get where you go i rebuke laziness i rebuke slowfulness i rebuke just getting fat off the word of god and living off a stale success tradition living off of what god did what has it let me ask y'all a question what have you done lately for a new testimony? I, I know, I know, I know you gave to here and you gave there and you did this and God did this. But the Bible says morning by morning, new mercies I see that God is faithful. So the boy worked seven years for Rachel. And when they get to the seventh year, he said, hey, hey family, it's been seven years. I want, I want what I want. LeBan says, okay, I'm going to give it to you. They have a party. They get drunk. He puts his daughter in there and they consummate the marriage. If y'all don't know what that is, they have sex. And then Jacob wakes up in the morning and instead of laying next to Rachel, he's laying next to Leah because Laban has done what I call bait and switch. Laban has done bait and switch. He's not given him Rachel, he has given him Leah. What do you do when you work for what you worked and people are not fair for you, fair with you? What do you do when you, you, you work hard and, 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 and people promise you to do something for you. What do you do when people betray you and you know you worked hard and you, you did what you needed to do and they betray you? And so he says, hey man, you gave me Leah and I asked for Rachel. You, you gave me the high-guided one. You gave me the one that's not as pretty. I asked for Rachel, but you gave me Leah. Some people would have given up at that point, Paulette. Some people would have thrown in the towel and Laban says to him something that was not in the fine print of the agreement. I told y'all the terms and condition can change. And he says to him, he says, it is our custom that you do not get the youngest first. You have to marry. You have to marry the oldest first. Was not told to him. That's not the deal they had. But ladies and gentlemen, Paulette, I know you're going to raise your hand on this one. When you want what you want, y'all not saying nothing. When, when, when you won't settle, y'all not saying nothing. Some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all don't understand that you ain't got time to compromise. You don't have time to settle. You don't have time. Y'all bring up 
a prophet Byron. I'm not sure who watching the stage. Uh, when you when you when you want what you want, when you've decided that I'm not going to settle for anything less, I know that I know that I know that I know what I heard God say. And I heard God say, y'all not saying nothing, that Rachel is the one that I want. Some of you have given up on your dreams. Some of you have given up on your ambitions. Some of you have given up on your destiny. You've decided to work for somebody else instead of doing what God said. You've decided to settle for the man that you didn't want. Y'all not saying nothing. You know, they say in the room all the time, most people don't get what they really want, but I am begged to differ that you can have whatever it is that you want, but you got to work for it. And most people want to take the shortcut, Paulette. Nairobi, most people don't want to work. I see my son here. Bless you, son. And most people don't want to work for what it is that they want. Most people will complain and say, well, I'm just going to take this because I'm not. But, 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 but watch the tension in the text. I'm in the 29th chapter of Genesis. Jacob says to Laban, say, you know what? I'm going to work seven more years. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work. I'm going to work seven more years to get Rachel. If, 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 if that's what the rule is. If that's what I got to do, y'all not saying nothing. To get what I want, I, I, if it's going to take me seven plus seven, if it's going to take me 14, and some of you are sitting here saying, I don't mean to holler, but I get excited on a word like this. Some of you are sitting here saying, I I, I, I ain't been in a relationship in two or three years. I, 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 I'm about to give up, Bishop. What, what, what about my biological clock? What about... What about my biological clock? That's what I heard y'all say this week. What about my biological clock? My biological clock is ticking. I, I don't know how long I can hold out. Y'all not saying nothing. But this man worked for what he wanted for 14 years. He said, I still want what I want. I don't care what I got to do to get her. I don't care what I got to say to get her. I don't care how hard I got to work. All y'all think I'm talking about Rachel. I'm really not talking about Rachel. I'm talking about your life. I'm talking about your life. Yes, obstacles may come. I don't believe us. We, 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 we allow little things. We allow little things. And the Bible says it's the little foxes on the, on the vine that destroys it if we allow them to continue to gnaw at it. Y'all not saying nothing. This man says, I'm going to work seven more years, but we complain after three days. We complain after three months. We complain after two years. We complain because we ain't got it yet. He could have settled. Y'all not saying nothing. He could have settled for... For Leah, the cockeyed one, but he said, "No, I'm gonna take her because that's your custom." But I want Rachel. Is there anybody in here that's willing to wait and work for Rachel? Y'all not saying nothing. Rachel represents what you really want. Uh huh. Rachel, I feel my Holy Ghost on the road, y'all. Rachel represents the thing that you are believing God for. Rachel 
Rachel mm-hmm, represents uh-huh, what you believe God has. Rachel is that uh, is that entrepreneurship that you believe in God for while you're working for somebody else. He was working for somebody else to get what he wants. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Rachel represents the house. The dream house that you want. You may be in one room flat right now, one room apartment, but Rachel represents your dream house, but you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to work. We don't like that word work. We don't like that word work because we just wanted to fall in from the sky. We, we wanted to fall from the sky. We want God to just send it. But ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, it's going to take work, 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 work. From sun up to sundown. Y'all not saying nothing. Uh-huh. Work, work. Bishop Morton didn't promote me because I had money. He promoted me because I had, I told y'all a few minutes ago, because I worked. You may, you may outgive me, but you can't outwork me. Y'all not saying nothing. That, that's why they said on my birthday uh, uh, this week in, in, in Clubhouse, that's why they said in Clubhouse this week on my birthday, they, they said he, 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 he don't miss one day. I haven't missed one day. We've been on Clubhouse. Angelica keeps all them numbers, but we've been in club on, on the when the right one comes for over a year and a half, I believe now. And I haven't missed one day. You know why? Who got the mic open? You know why? Because a faithful man, glory to God, a faithful man, what does he do? What does he do, Bishop? I'm getting ready to get happy. I'm going to park the car on the side and run. A faithful man abounds in blessing. You want to know how to be blessed? Be consistent and faithful. Huh? I, 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 you want to know how to be blessed? Be, be consistent. You want to know how to be blessed? We start and we stop. We see some hiccups. Many of you would have said, no, I ain't going to get, you, you must be crazy. You, 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 you must be, I ain't getting ready to work. I ain't getting ready to work. You prompt, no, when you want what you want, you're willing to work for it. You, you understand that some detours are going to happen. You understand that some pitfalls are going to happen. You understand that your steps are ordered by the Lord, but you want what you want. I can't help what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. They, 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 they talk about me in this club. And say, Bishop, 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 you know, they make fun. Josh and them, he teach, you get what you want. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm just, I'm just like, shut up, my say, Byron. Shut up, the bullshit. I'm just like Jacob. I'm going to work for Rachel. I, I'm going to work for Rachel. I, I said, I'm going to work for Rachel. I said, I'm going to work because I want what I want. 14 years, 14 years, 14 years, 365 days per year, sun up, sundown. He's working for Rachel. He has her, but she's not his. Meanwhile, God 
opens up the womb of Leah. What do you do when you want what you want and look like God is not being fair with the one that you want, but but blessing the one that you don't want? Y'all not saying that. She was giving birth, but Dr. Nick, good to see you, Byron. Good to see you. But she was in misery because just like Prince Charles. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. He had Diana. But he wanted Camilla. He, he, he. It was a good look with Diana. Uh, Diana looked like a princess. Diana had class. She was reared. Maybe this will help y'all since y'all don't know about Rachel and Leah. On Prince Charles's honeymoon, Diana found notes and calls that he made to, because no matter, no matter how much you with somebody that made look good, when you want what you want, y'all not saying nothing. There's something on the inside of you that won't let you be settled for what you got until you get what you need. And in the office one day, they write Diana's in the office and she saw a gift. They were getting ready to get married and saw a gift that was for her and it was for Camilla because he wanted want Bishop you're breaking up about marriage or dating but since we're here can y'all hear me now can y'all hear me now can y'all hear me now we can hear you now can somebody okay thank you when you want what you want, it don't make no difference how good something else looks. That's why I tell y'all, stop settling for what you don't want because you're going to be just like Leah. That person is going to give you misery. And every child that Leah had, I'm closing because Clubhouse and my area won't, won't let me finish this the right way I want to finish it. But when you want what you want, willing to work for it. But when you get what you don't want, You'll be in misery. Every child that Leah had, she named it after the misery that she was going through. Every child that she had, or she had the man, but she didn't have happiness. Y'all not saying nothing. She had the man, <laughs> but she didn't have no joy. Y'all not saying nothing to me. She had the man. But she lived in a place of misery. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened up her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and gave birth to a son. And she named him Reuben, for she said, the Lord has seen my affliction. Surely my husband will love me now, but he still didn't love her. Because no matter what you do, and how you try to make somebody love you. It's hard. Paulette, I'm going to talk to you. 
It's hard. It's hard to love somebody that won't love you back. It's hard to give affection to somebody that won't give it back. It's hard to lay in the bed with somebody that won't touch you. <laughs> Instead of giving you a flick of affection, she got affliction. Surely my husband will love me. Now, have you ever been with somebody? Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yes, we can hear you. Now we can't. <laughs> If you're saying something, we can't hear you. I love things so that they can love me. But no matter what, if that's not who they want, I don't know who I'm helping today. I don't know who I'm helping. I'm gonna say like the old fuck. I don't know who I'm hoping. Once again, Leah conceived and gave birth to another son. Now, at last, my husband will be attached to me because I have borne him three sons. So his name was Levi. My husband will be attached to me because I'm having another child for him. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what you do. I tell you, get what you want. There are people right now that are living in misery because they're not where they want to be. But the moral of the story is because they won't work for what it is that they want. I want to encourage some of you that are in this room, you've given up on your dreams and you've settled for a place, a thing, a person that won't give you the satisfaction that it is that you want. Everybody deserves love. Everybody deserves fulfillment. Everybody deserves to be happy. I don't care what these people tell you. I'll stand on it until I die. That I'd rather be happy alone than to be miserable with somebody that won't love me. And then finally she said, you know what? I'm going to have another son. This time I will praise the Lord. So she named him Judah. Because she decided that I don't care if he won't love me. I don't care if he don't want me. I'm going to praise God in the midst of it. Let me ask you a question. Are you willing to, are you willing to work for what it is that, that you want? You want it, 
but it's not going to fall out of the sky. You want it, but it's not going to show up in your garage. You want it, but it's not going to be given to you. Nothing that I have was ever just given to me. I had to do two things for it. I had to work for it. And I had to sow for it. Let me say it again. I had to give and I had to work. And many of us profit by me. Many of us don't want to do what it takes to get what it is that God has for us. Let me tell you something. I'm afraid for this generation and the next generation because many times we think it's just easy and it's not easy. You have to work for where you want to go. Yes, I believe in plan. If you watch my birthday this week, I had a ball. But I didn't miss nothing. And I hear some of y'all sometimes over my head. I hear you because I can hear them. I hear you talking. I wouldn't do all that. I'm going to take me some time off during my birthday. This is bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. That's fine. But I enjoy the life that I live. In order to live the life that I want to live. It's not these commercials that said, are you tired of living the life you want to live? Then come here and do this. And it, that, hey, y'all, newsflash. There ain't no quick fix. Excuse my vernacular, Dr. Nick. There is no. There ain't none. <laughs> there is no quick fix. Chances are, if it sounds too good. How am I going to finish that statement? Chances are it is too good. Yes, I believe in miracles. I, I finished where I started. Yes, I believe in miracles because I believe in God. Kelsey Kuhlman said, I believe in miracles. And yes, I believe in, because I, yes, I believe in God. But there is no quick fix. There is no quick fix. There is no quick fix. If people put two, if, if you put two people together, and one is a hard worker and one is not. Who you think a job gonna pick? I don't care how good the other one looks. We don't wanna do what it takes to get where we need to get. There is no handouts. Because when you get a handout from somebody, they can take it back. There's some tables that God will put you at that you don't even deserve to be at. To them, to them, you don't deserve to be there. I go back to the story and ending. Bishop Morton, I got consecrated the next year in October. I've been a bishop right at 30 years, I think, this year. People ask me, 
because I do the relationship there. Are you a real bishop? Yeah, I'm a real bishop. I had real hands laid on me. You can trace my consecration. Now I'm getting deep. All the way back to, to, to Peter. I'm a real bishop. Real life bishop. And once I got consecrated, the same guys that I was saying, Bishop put me on the council. I was number, I was number 13. Represented all the states. Was over the state bishop overseers. Those guys then wanted me off. I was put on, I was put off. I was put on, I was put off until my bishop said, no, we're not doing that. This is what I want. He's worked hard. Even when people don't want you at their table. Even when people, they didn't mean no harm. Many of them are still my friends. They're my friends. God will prepare a table. And then when that table, when you, when, when, when you, when you get to the place, I prophesy to some of you in here today. That when people don't want you at their table, he'll give you your own table. He'll have the same people. Y'all not saying nothing. They didn't want you at their table. You invite them on your TV show to sit at your table. <laughs> Y'all not saying that. I'm telling you how God works. The one that had nothing, the one that had no members, the one that was most likely not to succeed, didn't have no members, didn't have no money. He'll raise you up. My daughter June is in here. She's been with me every step of the way. She's in the audience. She's been with me every step of the way. She's my spiritual daughter. Every She was at the consecration. She was there when we joined Full Gospel. She can come up here and verify everything that I'm saying. I'm about to cry right now because I remember the times that the boiler at our church broke down during the holiday and I had to spend the night. I heard Bishop AJ talk. I had to spend the night at the church to make sure that the, that the boiler company, we didn't have a lot of members. We didn't have a lot of leaders. I remember the times that Jackie McCullough and Noel Jones and all these preachers, I, I had I always had a vision that was bigger than with the money we had. I became the state bishop of, of Full Gospel because I worked. There were nights that Pastor Kim, when I was married, would call me and say, honey, when you're coming home, it's, it's almost 10 o'clock. The lights would be on at the church and we'd be running around working. I had the staff that June would tell you, she was there. Some of you that are in here, the reason why the Lord uh, has, has, has joined you to me is because of the years that I worked hard. God will send you people that you don't even know of years later. This ain't about me. It's about my testimony to tell you how to get to where you're trying to go. You don't have the money, then you got to work. You wasn't given a golden, a golden spoon, a silver spoon, then you got to work. I'm humbled. Y'all want to know why I always call ambassador's name when she come in here. 
This is an educated woman. This is an astute woman. This is a woman that worked for Bill Clinton in the White House, an amb a real ambassador. She just left Hampton. I saw the pictures. Hampton Institute where all the bougie preachers preach. And she comes in here to listen to somebody like me. I'm humbled. Because I've become a friend to so many people that I don't even I don't even deserve it because God gave me an open door and I wasn't selfish with my door. Are you ready to work? That's the question. Are, are you are you ready are, are you ready to to work for Rachel? Are, are you gonna settle for Leah? You you gonna settle for Leah? Are you are you ready to work for for Rachel? That's the real question. I'm gonna ask my friend Ambassador if she would she be on the phone. All right, I'm gonna pray. Oh, she's back. I'm going to ask Dr. Sujay if she would pray for you. Thank you so much um, for your word. Two of the words that stuck out with me is show up and be consistent. And those have been the things, the hallmarks of your life and your ministry. You show up, you're consistent, and that the Lord will prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. You know, people who try to keep you out, block you, do wrong to you, and they know that they are the Lord prepares a table and elevates you. I say for every hater, there's the Lord has an elevator and he elevates you to wherever he wants you to be. So I want to just thank you for the consistency of your ministry, for the blessing of your ministry, how you spend time in the word and it shows through your preaching and it shows up in this room. So I'm here to be blessed and to be a blessing. So I thank Could you, you pray for us in the room? You were breaking up, Bishop. I'm not sure if she heard you. Dr. Sujay, I was asking you, could you pray for the people today that may feel discouraged? They may not have, but they do. They do. They've gotten discouraged in the work, in the wait. Could you pray? Certainly, Bishop. Thank you for the opportunity. And just to continue with what Bishop said, thank you, God, for allowing us to show up. Because when we show up, you've already been in the room, and we thank you for the desires of our heart, as your word says, you will give us the desires, but we must be willing to work for it. So today, Lord, give us working power, working wisdom, working strength to do the seven years or more that it takes to get what you have for us. God, you gave us prosperity. You said you're not to defeat us, but to prosper us. And so we know you have plans for us. And so we're willing to work for those plans to come to fruition. We thank you for Bishop Greg and everyone in this room we thank you, everyone, under the sound of our voice, God, that will get, you can get the glory out of all that we must do. Even if it takes a while, God, we're willing to work and wait. And as we wait on you, we want to be of good courage. So now, God, we offer ourselves to you. As Psalm 25 says, we offer you our hearts, God. And as the rest of the psalm says, we pray, God, that the enemies won't see us defeated, but will see us prospering in you. So, Lord, we give you our hearts, we give you our mind, our soul, our strength, and for everything we do, may you get the glory, the honor, and the highest praise. This we ask in the name of Jesus the Christ and on the Holy Spirit on this Trinity Sunday. We know that you're advocating for us 
as we do the work you've called us to do. This is our prayer in your name. Let all who believe say amen. Amen. Thank you. I'm not going to tell y'all that I was when I was really breaking up, I was passing through Gainesville, through Angelica's town. They need some they, they need some they need some phone service. <laughs> I'm going to ask everybody. I'm going to ask everybody today. This is on my heart. I'll see for Sunday. Uh, today is the 12th day. Y'all know how I am about the number 12. It's the 22nd year. I want you to put those two together. I want you to sow a seed of 30, $34 today, our Sunday offering in support of everything that I do. Ministry, when the right one comes, y'all want to know where this goes? It goes toward ministry. I have a separate cash app that I use when people want to bless me. This goes toward ministry. I want those of you that would sow $34 today. Some of you may want to do greater. The Lord spoke to you to do greater. Some of you, you've made me your bishop, your virtual bishop. Uh, you've become a part of the virtual movement and you want to tithe. There are some in here that do uh, tithe once a month, twice a month. But everybody, if you would get a seat at Dollar Sign, Greg Davis 10, I apologize. Uh, I've never drove this route before uh, and didn't know that it was sketchy, but I won't do this again on Sunday because this is important to me. I want y'all to get the full effect of what is said. And I pray that you you at least got the the main thrust of it, that you have to work to get where you dollar sign, Greg Davis 10. If you're giving Zelle, Greg Davis at Gmail. Greg Davis show at gmail.com. Greg Davis show at gmail.com. If you're giving PayPal, contact Greg Davis uh, at gmail.com. Website is Greg Davis show, uh, dot com. If you're out of the country and you want to give with credit card, Givelify, if you're in, in that system, always to give. Uh, our main way, of course, is dollar sign Greg Davis 10. I honor the Lord for you all today and all of the support. Thank you again for. All of my birthday love, my birthday gifts. Uh, this past week blew my mind. I'm still celebrating all all month. I'm still celebrating. Uh, thank you, and uh, most of all, I thank God uh, for 60 years of life. Every time I say that, it makes me be like, "Boy, you 60 years old. Like you really 60 years old." It's, it, it, it just seemed like yesterday. Those of you that would give $34, I want you to do it. Thank you, Big Sand. Appreciate you. Pastor Byron, thank you for doubling that. Thank you so much. Big Sand, thank you for adding to that. Kimberly, thank you. Bria, thank you. Uh, dollar sign. Greg Davis, 10. Dollar sign. Greg Davis 10, you're sowing that seed of faith uh, on today. Uh, good to see you, Brother Adrian. And let me tell y'all, like, let me, you know, I preach to y'all to tell y'all uh, to look. I was riding down the highway. And uh, many of you, I don't talk about it that much in here, uh, Angelica. But um, I, 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 Byron, you understand this talk I'm going to give. Uh, I'm, I'm just telling you that that 
what I preach, I live by. And uh, been sewing and been sewing. And I was riding down the road coming from Miami to, to Atlanta. I'm, 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 I'll be in in a couple of hours. And um, I was riding down the road and my cash app went, went off and it came from um, my son, Craig, that played. He's, he's, he's actually my producer. And um, we, got a, we got a little deal that we, you know, I'm his artist. Adrian, you 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 love this. And, and all of a sudden I look down and it's a cash app from his company. And um, it's part of our our, uh, our 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 commission, you know, our royalties, sizable. And I just I got like a little kid. I, I went to thanking God. Because I teach, he daily loads us up. And I say that because when I was pastoring my, my my kids and June and them, those that was under me, you know, I ain't the greatest singer in the world. And to and to get royalty checks for a CD and for the songs that are being played on the radio that I that I've done, it just really blows my mind. It really blows my mind. And it's part of the message today. I want what I want. I just, those of you that are in church, y'all know Bishop G. E. Patterson has gone on me with the Lord, who did all the old songs. Bishop Ronald Brown, if enjoying Jesus, you know, he did all the old songs. And, and I, I, I told my son and told the Lord, I said, we have to hold on to those songs, those congregational songs. I love praise and worship. Oh, I love praise and worship. I love the new stuff. I love all artists. Contemporary. Christian contemporary CCF. I love all that. But I don't think it has to be either or. I think it can be both in. And so I'm grateful to the Lord. Y'all, let me let me give you a word. Get you some streams where you're not just dependent on one source of income. Get you it's not it's not either or. You're not quitting nothing now. You're not walking away. Get you some streams where it's coming in from everywhere. I don't know who I'm talking to. It's going to take work to do it because there's a lot of moving parts. But when you get you some streams, see, we don't know. I'm done after this. I promise you, Byron. We don't know that when you begin to thank God, I thank God when I got a lady. I guess it's a lady. The initials is T period S period. They give me a dollar a day. They cash out me a dollar a day. And it's always around the time that I'm going off TV. So they must look at the word network. But you know what? Some of y'all would be like, who in the world is this Give me a dollar? But let me tell you how to really be blessed. Man, I thank God every time I see that dollar come through. When you start praising God for the little things, Shanta, oh my. When you start praising God and thanking God and say, God, I thank you for this dollar. Because dollar, when you thank God for small things, little becomes much. I'm getting ready to go because Nairobi, y'all ain't, ain't pushing the hand raising no more. Little becomes much. When you begin to thank God, Crystal Thomas, all that, 
Dawn. Both of y'all Dawn. Paulette. And when you give him the credit for what it is that you got, God, I thank you. It was you that caused my kids to, to be successful. God, I thank you. It was you that caused me to get this car. God, I thank you. It was you that caused me to wake up this one. God, I thank you. Thank you, God. It was you to speak to somebody to give me this dollar. Hey, did I tell y'all what a dollar adds up to at the end of the year? How many days of the year is it? 365. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So you don't think I'm going to thank God for a dollar a day? Yes. The problem is we don't realize that when you have streams coming from everywhere at the end of the year, I tell some of these young preachers, Byron, sitting here complaining about somebody gave you $500 instead of 1000 Are you kidding me? Some doctors don't make that. Increase your value. Increase your worth. You can't demand when you're not in demand. Say that right there. Huh? I'm grateful. I wasn't always flying. Well, I ain't flying right now. I wasn't always flying first class. People would always buy me first class tickets. They, 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 they tell you, you better get it the best way you can. I've been preaching 36 years. Come, come October. You can't demand, even on a job, when you're not in demand. Learn how to thank God for the little things. It's the little things. Even me in a relationship, it's the little thing. I'm done. This is my third close, and I promise you, I'm gone. This week, I got many gifts for my birthday, monetary gifts, but I got a couple of regular gifts. I'm done. My buddy, Prophet McKinstry, Dr. Nick, he's a Tiffany and Company fiend. If you're going to get a gift from Luther McKinstry, it's going to be from Tiffany and Company. So I saw the bag. What is it? The, the, the turquoise bag, whatever color it is. I said, what he done bought me from Tiffany's? So I didn't open it because I kind of got a little upset. I was like, why you didn't just give me money? I don't like nothing from no Tiffany's. When I got to my place, I opened it up and it looked like an ink pen. It was not an ink pen. It was a what did they sell? Sterling silver? It was a sterling silver comb. He said, hey, man, I'm tired of you taking that ghetto comb out at the table when we out places. That big old black, I have big old black dollar comb that I bought from the, 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 the Asian people that I comb my beard with. I'll sit right at the table in front of you because that's a little of the ghetto in me. He bought me a little cone from Tiffany and Company. That gift meant so much to me because it's the little things. It's the little things. Now I can comb my beard with, I'm still going to use my black cone, but it's ladies and gentlemen, when you appreciate God for the little things, same way with a husband and a wife. 
done appreciate the little things. I, I'm not looking for somebody that's gonna give me big. I'm looking for somebody that 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 that's gonna give me the little things that mean something to me. God said, Can I trust you to thank me for the little things? Our last call forgiven, dollar sign. Greg Davis, $10, $34. Some of you can give more. Dollar sign, Greg Davis, 10 Contact Greg Davis at gmail.com is the PayPal. Oh, time for me to go. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can hear. Anybody? Quanish, uh, uh, you tired of telling me that? Anybody got something <laughs> to say before we go? Uh, can I release something Anybody? real quick? Can I can I say something real quick? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, Bishop, what you said is very key. Um, and the word of God was it was definitely good today. Um, just in the atmosphere. <laughs> but you want to know one thing? I um I realized is that even when it came to sowing, I, uh, God kept telling me He said sow into people that already have it. I was like, God, what do you mean? Because you know, usually people say, well, sow into those that don't have the money. Or um, which I do give to people that don't have it, you know, but then God began to deal with me. He says, there's another level that I'm taking you on financially and you need to sow into those that already have it. I was like, what do you mean? And so he began to reveal to me, he says, he said, for the level of favor that I'm about to release on you. He says those seeds is not because they need it. He said, but those seeds are because of what I'm about to release to you. And so even in this atmosphere, what people don't realize is that they're not sowing into you. They're not sowing into um, you or whatever you, you, you know, you got going on, but they're sowing into God because of the God inside of you. And so what happens is when people hide their seed, they don't even realize that they're missing out on their miracle. I was looking at this Instagram post um, where there was a girl had a teddy bear in her hands. And many of you all saw that. And then Jesus, he was by the girl. He had a bigger teddy bear behind his back. And so Jesus, he held out his hand. He was asking the little girls, can you give me your teddy bear? Give me your teddy bear. And she was like, no, I'm not giving away my teddy bear to you. But she didn't even understand that behind Jesus' back, there was a bigger teddy bear. And so God is saying, even now, he said, don't even worry about where the money going. He said, but as you begin to release by faith, God says, I got something bigger than your seed. Whatever your seed is, you say, well, man of God, I'm sowing the 34 today. Well, guess what? God said, I got something bigger than your $34 seed. Your $100 seed is not bigger compared to what God is about to release. Your, I don't care if you're sowing a thousand, whatever you're sowing, your your $1,000 seed is not bigger than what God is going to, I feel the glory right there, what God is going to release. And I have to, I found myself, Bishop, sowing myself out of debt. I told the Lord a few years ago, I said, I would never have to borrow another day in my life. And I began to make that declaration every day. I said, I decree and declare that I'm not going to borrow no more. And as I began to sow and sow, I, I saw God begin to release wealth. He began to release uh, money. I was in a room last night with uh, my brother, Samat. Uh, many of you all know him, R&B singer, um, well, gospel, R&B, whatever. He does everything. Uh, but I was in a room yesterday and the Lord was like, sow into him, sow into his ministry. And within the same time frame, somebody sold double back to me. And so I was like, wow, God did it just like that. And, and I want to say this and I'm done. Um, even as many of you all, and Bishop, can I release this word in the atmosphere? Um, the Lord says that 
excuse me, I'm coughing. The Lord said that uh, even in this atmosphere, um, that as you all begin to release, he said, don't just release any seed, but release your best seed, your best seed to God. Now, if your best seed to God is the $34, or if your best seed to God is the $12, then that's your best seed to God. Only God knows if you're telling the truth or not. But what I'm saying is, God said, as you begin to release in this atmosphere, God said, there's some things that many of you all have been frustrated about. You're like, God, I got this bill due. God, Monday, I need God to do something before Monday. And you're saying, God, it's Sunday. And you're frustrated because you need God to move by next week. But I hear the Lord say that even as you all begin to move by faith in this atmosphere, let me tell you all something. Um, uh, when God begins to release a word, a word is time sensitive. What do I mean? Things have to happen in the midst of the word. When when, when God begins to uh, speak on in the scripture, he says, uh, as the wind blows this way, the wind blows that way. He said, he said you, not, you don't even know the way of the spirit. So God said, even in this atmosphere, while the atmosphere is conducive, God said, I want you to begin to release that. And there's some of you in the atmosphere that you say, well, God, I sold the 34, but God keeps telling you to get bigger. Listen, release it by faith. And let me tell y'all this. Don't let people talk you out of someone. You know how people, oh, these fake prophets and this person and that. No, no, no. God says, he said, what I'm about to release to you, they will continue to stay broke. But God said, what I'm about to release to you is something bigger than what you can ever even imagine. And I'm telling you all, even as you're releasing this anointing, there's some of you that have not sowed yet. But I'm telling you, put seed in the ground because there's a miracle. God, I thank you. That's getting ready to be released. I yield my mic. Obey the prophet, y'all. I didn't ask him to say that. Uh, thank you, Prophet Byron. Thank you so much. And I sold three ways. I sold behind me, meaning somebody that's in need. I sold where I'm at, and I all I still sow to somebody that's greater, that has more than me. All the time. My pastor, my bishop. Those that have greater business people, I sow to them. I always sow to people in need, and I sow to right where I'm at. Y'all, I done preached so that I am on empty, empty. It ain't even no number no more. So I'm stopping at a gas station. Anybody got anything else to say? I'm going to be pushing. <laughs> Bishop, Anybody can I say else? this really quickly? Absolutely. It's not even, it's not a prophetic word, but as y'all was talking, no, this song came into my spirit, and I'm not a singer, but it's a song that we sing at our world church. It says, give, 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 and the Lord will bless you to give some more. And I was just hearing that uh, song sing as you were telling people to give. And I just wanted people to understand the significance of giving. When you give, God, you're when you're giving, you give, give, give. Can't hear me. I'm sorry, I got a red bar. I'm traveling to uh, so a speaking engagement. But God will open doors for you just from the little seed because of God. Give my 10 cents seed so I can so Knowing that I had bills due, knowing that I didn't have food in my house when I was two years old, had two kids, and I didn't have anything, but I would give my 10 cents. So happy on that, off that little silver dime every time and god has multiplied that dime so many times and it's, it's little 
the little things is like just giving that little twelve dollar seed or thirty four dollar seed is going to be much. It's going to fund your vision. It's going to fund that dream. It's going to fund the business that you want to do. That little seed is going to go so far and stretch so wide. Oftentimes we try to hold on to the things that we have knowing we probably don't even got enough money to pay for the bill anyway. Why not sow the seed and let God multiply it? And, and you'll find favor with that. I've done that so many times. I used to say, God, I got a bill to pay. I still got to get $20 more or $30 more or $100 more to pay this bill. And and God was like, just release the seed. And every time I release the seed, God paid for the bill. Two, two years ago, I decreed and declared that I'd never be broke again. That was the seed that I sowed. Never broke again actually it's a rapper they have a, a, a album called that in a clothing line but i sold the seeds that never broke again and can i tell you i've never been broke never been broke since i decreed and declared that i come from a time where i lost everything and didn't have nothing had to go work a job because all my businesses had dried up lost my car lost my apartment but i didn't lose my mind or my faith matter of fact i started showing up even more because i i figured god was doing something because he was all that i had God is all that some of you have and you have you sowing the seed is creating a spiritual bank account that whenever you ask, whatever you need, you can go and take it to the father. and He's going to fund whatever you need. Stop holding on to seeds. Stop holding on it. A closed hand can't receive no money. Hello. A closed hand can't see, no, receive any money. So while you hold on to that money so tight, you can't receive the blessing that God has for you. So give. Wait, give that seed, give that 12, give that 34, give what you have. If it's a dollar and 22 cent, if it's $3.66, whatever it is, God will blow on that thing and make it greater for you because he saw your heart. He saw your, he saw your heart. So definitely give that seed on today. I am a product of seed sowing. Single mother of three kids with multiple businesses. Your father's nowhere in sight. Used to be on Section 8 food stamps welfare, all that stuff, to walk out of that and be on none of those things, have a, a car that I got off the lot with a credit score of about 522 at the time. And I paid, and I said the payment I wanted to pay and the down payment and I, what I wanted my insurance to be. Sow your seed on today and let God work that seed for you. Thank you, Bishop. All right. Thank y'all so much. Whenever you hear people um there, there are times that there's an anointing for various things. Today, what Father is saying, there's an anointing for giving. And you need to get into the flow of that anointing. There are times, if you don't have the 34, we keep saying it. It's not a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It is not a gimmick. It is not a gimmick. Chrissy, bless you. Thank you. Brenda, Latoya Jones, thank you. LaShonda, Dr. Sujay, Latasha, Monique, Fridia, Bria, Dawn, um, Kimberly, Prophet Byron, Big Sam, all of you that have given. Thank you so much. All right, y'all have an amazing, we'll be here with the Prophets tonight at 9 p.m. Um, uh, praying for you, Angelica. She has a preaching engagement and those that are ministering today, um, even on Clubhouse, uh, we'll see you at 9 p.m. on tonight for the Prophets, uh, Voice of the Prophets here on Clubhouse or on Facebook or YouTube. All right. Remember, work your work your ground. Work for what you want. I want what I want. 
and don't you settle for it. All right. We're going with God, everybody. On to go with God. Go with God. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening to the conversation on today on When the Right One Comes podcast with your host, Bishop Greg Davis. We hope this conversation added value to your life and that you were able to take notes that you can refer back to at a later date as you navigate through your dating and relationship spaces. As a valued listener of When the Right One Comes, we have three action steps that you can help us with as we continue to help you. Number one, download this episode. Yes, download this episode so that you can continue to listen to it over and over again. Number two, share this podcast with your friends and your family so they can have value added to their life as well. And number three, sow into the vision, sow into the mission here at When the Right One Comes by sending a cash out to dollar sign greg davis 10 that's dollar sign greg davis 10 with your monetary donation this can help us to continue the great work that we're doing here at when the right one comes helping you all navigate through your dating and relationship spaces thank you so much for listening on today we hope you tune in on the next episode of when the right one comes with bishop greg davis